0: With Love Laid Bear, it's not about oh, this is my issue, it's kind of like getting love. down to the the, the root. Laid Bear. Bear. The concept of Love Laid Bear is about love, it's a platform to kind of help people. Real life. The people- Hi and welcome back to Season 2 of Love Laid Bare. I am your host Dion. I want to say I'm so sorry for the long gap in between the seasons. I didn't actually give an explanation or a warning that Season 1 would come to an end. Um, But what basically happened is I started um, doing a radio show. um, And I needed to get my head around that. Learning about DJing, learning about radio equipment, um, prepping for my shows and stuff like that. Because it's a topical debate show. Um, if you haven't listened, I'm on every Sunday from eleven am to one pm GMT, and that's at www.croydonfm.com. My show is called Sunday Brunch with Dion, so please check it out. Um, so season two of Love Laid Bear. If you haven't listened to um season one, um, what you can do is you can go back to the website www.lovelayedbear.com, and each episode is within the blog so how you know traditionally the um structure goes is that I will interview somebody in a blog and then a podcast discussion about that story will happen in the podcast um so a lot of people do get confused and think that um the podcast is an audio version of the blog it isn't they're two completely different things um the blog is more of a um introduction to what we're speaking about because the discussion like I say is is around the topic of the story presented So just a little bit of background about me um so my name is Dion. I am the podcast host and content creator of Lovely Bear um now a radio presenter and I'm also a mother of one now my my reasons for starting this platform was because um as i looked around i i I noticed that everyone pretty much is kind of going through similar things but we are kind of almost encouraged not to speak up about certain things so we may speak to our close friends or our parents um but in some cultures particularly mine um we are almost encouraged not to speak about our personal business um sometimes not even to friends because, you know, they don't want what's best for you. And I think it is very, very harmful. There are too many people out there who are suffering, um, from, you know, emotional trauma related things such as anxiety and depression because they do not feel like there is a safe enough space for them to speak. Um, also what I want to really get across is that The little things that we we think don't affect us actually really do. Um, If you've listened to season one, you'll know that I've spoken about a wide range of different things. So we've spoken about the complexities of co-parenting. We've spoken about, um, you know, being raised by a stepfather. We've spoken about infidelity on both sides. Um, So, again, it's very, very important that people understand these little things are a big deal and they can affect your mental health now episode one um, we're going to kick off um, with actually infidelity um, now the reason why I felt like this was really important to cover is because um, we very rarely hear a woman's side so a woman who um, has been unfaithful or habitually unfaithful um we very rarely get to hear her side of the story. Now, um, if if you go back to season one, I I did a a podcast on infidelity when the man is the victim. So the man was talking about you know what effect it had on him. Um, so check that podcast and blog out if you haven't listened to listened to it already, um, because I think it's um it's a good balance. Um, so you know Louisa is almost talking for you know AA from Dalston who um who I interviewed him and said that you know his girlfriend had um been unfaithful to him and how it affected him I think it's also important to remember that sometimes people do on quote bad things but they're still a person they're still your friend they're still your sister they're still your aunt they're still your mother they're still your grandmother Lovely Bear isn't a, a platform for judgment. And um, and I can say that wholeheartedly because, you know, I am someone that has been on the receiving end of um, infidelity. And, you know, nine times out of ten, when you think about, you know, an adulterous woman or a woman that is knowingly having a relationship with someone in a committed relationship, you know, you, you very rarely find, um, warm, kind words for them, um, but what I love about Love Laid Bear is that I have to put aside my, my judgments, my preconceptions, because if I, if I don't, then the platform is a waste of time, because I'm trying to invite people into a space where they will be free from judgment. Now, that doesn't mean that the listeners and readers won't, but it means that in order for me to kind of you know, raise the consciousness of the people like I'm trying to by, you know, evoking understanding, you know, making you think about, you know, what you're doing or what has happened to you that's made you behave that way. I believe that ultimately we can make the world and our own situations a better place because again, what you have to understand is that if you are suffering from stress, anxiety, depression, and you have a family it will affect your family it absolutely will affect your family it will affect your children so please join me on this journey after every episode or in the blog um, I will always direct you to our resources page if you've been affected by anyone's story there is a plethora of information support groups whether you need therapy everything you need will be in there now if there's any um any support service i've not listed please let me know Drop me an email at um lovelybear at gmail.com and i'll get that added onto there okay so we're going to go straight into episode one and it is called women who cheat and i'm interviewing a lady called louisa love lady bear Hi, welcome to another episode of Lovely Bear. I'm of course your host Dion, um, and today I am joined by a lovely lady by the name of Louisa. Hi, Louisa. Hi, Dion. How are you? Very well. And you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. 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 So um, today we are talking about infidelity from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, Louisa, when we spoke. Um, about doing this podcast she was like yeah I'm good I'll talk about infidelity no problem Mm -hmm. Um, and which is quite brave because a lot of people wouldn't be prepared to do that so Louisa we thank you thank you for sharing your stories with us so let's just get to it so when was the first time you were unfaithful in a relationship ah it's
1: a tricky one I've always been unfaithful so, I'd say for my very first relationship, I was unfaithful. I was a very nice guy, but he just wasn't what I needed at that time. I went in a bit of rough. I was very young. He was very straight-laced. And that's when I first cheated. I was about, I don't know, 15 or 16? hmm I felt like he was in love with me, but I wasn't in love with him. Okay.
0: And I was attracted to a different type of guy. Okay. Yeah. So, like... So, so this has started for me. You were quite young, yeah. 15, 16 So, what was, was it the thrill? I it?
1: think so. Yeah, I think it was the thrill of the guys with money, mm-hmm. guys with a bit of kudos on road. When you're young, that's really important. Yeah, and that's what I was looking for.
0: Yeah, and that's true. Because I think we all kind of probably <laughs> did like was a bit good, of yeah, that. That's a little bit of rough. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's. So, the first time that you were faithful, mm-hmm. did you feel any element of guilt? So, we're talking about bad I did. Then.
1: I felt really, really bad. Um, luckily, they both had the same name, so <laughs> <laughs> so it was less tricky from that perspective. I felt bad because this guy was very serious, but I was young. I was on my way to university at that point. I knew what I wanted to achieve, and I knew that he wouldn't be there with me, so I thought it was, you know, time to experiment.
0: So going forward, then. So after after that first episode of you being unfaithful, and I guess it wasn't really a serious relationship because when you're in your teens, yeah, it does we were together for a long time though. So it was really? my first serious serious relationship. Oh. It was a few years. Oh, it was a few years. Yeah, but he was just boring. Oh, yeah. So when you say he was boring, like he didn't have much
1: to say. I'm really outgoing. He was an introvert. He just didn't have that spice that I was looking for.
0: What kind of spikes were you <laughs> I don't know. See, now, like, how many
1: years later, it just feels really wrong because I was a child, mm-hmm. but he was just very boring and he was very, very, you know, straight-laid. Straight-laid. And he's still the same to this day. Yeah. So,
0: you know how you were saying that um, you've always cheated? Yeah. So, when you, for example, did have a guy that was a bit, rough around the edges, mm-hmm. did you find that you were
1: more faithful? Um, Yeah, because yeah. I was scared. He was a bit of a psycho. The guy that I was cheating with, I went oh. on to have a longer term relationship with. Oh, I see. But I was, I didn't cheat on him out of fear. Mm-hmm. I was a bit concerned that he might, <clears throat> he might do something to me. So I was faithful to him, but I knew that he was being unfaithful with me. So I think that there was not a real case of monogamy going on there, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
0: Okay, so just so tell us, um, I guess in um, I wouldn't say no, not a nutshell, but Mm. tell us about tell us about your relationships following that. Then,
1: um, so after that, yeah, I've had quite a few long term and short term relationships since then, and I've always found it hard to be faithful because there's always something missing. So I've been engaged, I've been married, and I've always been unfaithful because. Yeah, I just haven't had the whole
0: package and I feel that you shouldn't settle until you've had that, Mm -hmm. until you've got that person. So, so you're saying that you cheated in normal relationships whilst engaged (laughs) and whilst being married? Yes. Okay. I
1: picked the wrong one, evidently, that's why.
0: So, okay, so, so let's, let's talk about before you got married then. Yeah. So... How many relationships would you would you say you had prior to being engaged? Relationships, like maybe four or five. I had quite a few. Okay. Mm. And so, what did you cheat in every single one of those relationships? Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so would you say then that you would you say that you understand the mind of a male cheater? Because the thing yeah. is, it's like you very you very rarely hear women openly you need to talk to my friends
1: because they're very open and honest about it I think my only regret is that I wasn't more open with that person Okay. to say you know this doesn't have to be a relationship this can be a more casual thing because when you're with one person you should just be with that one Mm -hmm. but I just found it hard so what even to this day I don't think that
0: I believe in monogamy putting it out there no, that's fine. Mm. Okay, so let's explore that then. Mm. So, when you when you af- like originally meet somebody and yeah. you are going through the whole courting and dating mm. kind of thing, and things are going good, yeah. and then you you kind of mutually agree that Do you know what, we're going to be exclusive. Mm. At what point in that transition, like, it, is there anything at that point? That you already know that you're going to cheat? Or do you kind of no, start off No, thinking- I think it just happens by accident. Okay.
1: And because I'm so outgoing, I tend to meet new people all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you see something in someone else that you want in your relationship. Yeah. And you can't change a person. Mm-hmm. So sometimes having that little bit on the side is appealing.
0: So would you say then
1: that... Do you think he just picked badly? Maybe I do. I think I do. I think... The guys that are attracted to me are naturally quite introverted, quite quiet. Often they're from a different country or they want some kind of help. And I just find it really draining. I find it tiring. They're always trying to step up. Mm -hmm. And I find it really, really hard. So they want help trying to find a job. They want help, you know, widening their social circle. They, They always want something. And I find that really, really hard. So I'm more attracted to the kind of guy that already has what he needs and is open for, you know, a little something more.
0: So so would you say then that the guys that you have dated have been um, not, as, not, not as ambitious as you? I think
1: so, yeah. I don't think I've met any guy. Actually, there was one when I was at university. We were both equally as ambitious as one another. But the cultural thing kind of got in the way. He had to marry someone from his country, and that's the only reason why we broke up. And I think, actually, I was faithful to him, but then his mum got involved, and she didn't approve of me, because I wasn't, you know, him enough. Enough? Oh, so where was he from? He He was Nigerian.
0: Oh, okay. And where are you Mm. from? I'm half Nigerian. Oh, you're half Nigerian? Yes. Oh, but you weren't Nigerian
1: enough. I wasn't Nigerian enough, because I was, I was from the wrong tribe, and I was raised by a mum who wasn't Nigerian, and she thought that that wasn't enough, so he was ordered by his mum to break up with me. Oh,
0: wow. So I how mean.
1: did that make you feel? It made me feel horrible, because fundamentally, you can't determine where you're from. I think on a very human level, we got on really, really well, we cared about one another, and for his mum to come in and say, well, you're not Nigerian enough, was just
0: heartbreaking. It was hard. I was young. And it was tough. I mean, heartbreaking is quite a generic word. No, right? but it was. No, no, no. It God, hurt,
1: no, hurt but- so much because it was beyond my control. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, okay, well, I don't know. I don't like you because you're wearing a your grey top. It's your life choice. Yeah. But that wasn't a choice. It's where I'm from. It's just who I am. And I don't think that your cultural
0: background should determine who you're with. You should be free to be with whoever you want. So... So he had no decision in that. Be very
1: my um, I, I mean, I was there when the conversation was happening. They tried to do it in their language, but they broke into English. And he was like, "Oh no, but I like her. I care about her." And the mum was just like, "No." And now he's married to a Nigerian woman, but he's still in my DMs. Oh, I exactly. Ah, no. uh-huh. okay,
0: All right. okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get on to Ooh. married married men um, a Ugh. bit a bit later. Yeah. Um. You said that this guy was maybe the one person that you that you actually were faithful with. I was, yeah. Do you think that the failure in that relationship kind of made you think, fuck it. Like, if I, if I can't actually maybe get the guy that I wanted and I was prepared to be faithful to him, then no one else has really measured up since him. I
1: don't think so. I think it happened before that. So when I was about 10, I said to my friends, and I wrote it down, that I'd be married three times. So like, even from childhood, I knew okay. that it probably wasn't for me. My parents weren't really together. Mm. My grandparents were never married. So I didn't think that, you know. Marriage is really... No. So why did you get married? He asked me and I felt, I mean, I think you know a bit about the background. I felt obliged to. He was going through some things and I felt like he needed my support. And that's why I did it. I did love him as well. Mm-hmm. But he had a major kind of life crisis, put it that way. And I felt like I had to be there for him. Okay. And I knew I wanted children, and you can't procreate by yourself. So I thought, okay, I've been with him for a while. Mm-hmm. Things are okay. Let's do this. Okay.
0: Mm. All right. So, so we're now at university. The yes. guy that you want, his mother has said, no, because you're not Nigerian. And that, mm. So, what happened... Who, did you, who were you dating after then? How did that
1: go? Quite a few guys. Um, I dated a couple more guys from Nigeria. Again, the cultural thing just got in the way. I couldn't cook their food. I didn't know what they were talking about when they were breaking off into pigeon. It was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I dated a European guy, and that was interesting. But he had a girlfriend. So I feel like all the dalliances that I had at university were not really serious. Okay. Yeah,
0: aside from that one guy. Love Lady, Lady. Bear. Um So Louisa, have you have you ever been cheated
1: on? I have. I was very young. I was about maybe sixteen years old. Ironically, I was cheating on that person and then I found out that the person I was cheating with was cheating on me and he got her pregnant and that broke my heart. It killed me. It hurt. You're smiling. I'm smiling because that's my natural reaction to kind of cover it out. And I've spoken to him about it recently, Mm -hmm. and he's explained himself. I'm just not satisfied with
0: his explanation. No. So when you say it killed you, yeah. How long were you? So how did he know that? Did he know that you were cheating on your boyfriend with him? No. So he thought (laughs) that you. (laughs) So he thought that you two were in a relationship
1: yeah but he was still cheating but on he mate. was still cheating exactly so we were both cheating
0: so do you think that maybe back then that might have been karma
1: um boy if it was karma that was some serious karma because he went on to have two children with the person while you was f- together well yeah
0: oh yes so when did you find out about the two children
1: um a few years later oh but you'd broken up at that point we never really broke up. We just drifted. I went off to university, changed my number, and that was it. Okay. He was a bit of a bad boy, so I had to kind of escape. Right, okay. Mm,
0: get my studious head on. So, I'm just wondering if, you know, the maybe, the comment, I mean, if, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but could there be a link between the fact that, you know, this boyfriend that you were dating before you went to uni mm. ended up getting this girl pregnant. Mm. And although you were cheating on another guy with him, mm. you were still very, very, very hurt by it. I was hurt because I
1: didn't know. I feel as though if he told me, I would have been less hurt. Mm-hmm. If he was honest, I mean, the clues were all there. But you're not so young, though, I was you? young, I was naive. He introduced me to his family, like, I was very much attached to this guy. And I kind of found evidence that he was cheating. And he told me that I was crazy. I think that's what kills it. He should have told the truth.
0: Did you tell the truth?
1: He didn't ask me. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't ask me. If he said to me, right, Louisa, are you with someone else? I would have been like, yeah,
0: I am. But why would he ask you if he had no reason to think that you were? I was too good. I was too sly. I I mean, like, obviously, I feel like the... The psychologist in me is saying, mm. you know, could this acceleration of you being, a, I guess, a persistent cheater, mm. um, could that be down to the fact that, you know, this guy that you actually really did like, even though you were cheating with him on someone else, mm. ended up having a child with, did you know her? I didn't know you her. You didn't know her? I knew of her. I you knew of her. I knew her name. But that was it. So, yeah, so could there be a link between the fact that, you know, that happened and you've gone to uni, you finally actually like somebody,
1: Mm. finally,
0: that's someone that fits all of your criteria, Mm. and then it gets snatched away. Do you think there, do you think there could be a link I don't think
1: so. I just think I was made this way. I feel like I won't settle until I find that one person, and if that one person isn't 100% what I need, I'll go and find it elsewhere. Even now I don't think I could be with just one person forever. Unless that person is
0: the one in every single way. Okay, so let's let's like fast forward. Yeah. What what does the one look like to you?
1: Oh, someone that's ambitious, caring, romantic, kind, loves their family, just like a decent, wholesome person. You know, not a road man, someone that's kind and sweet and you know aspires to be better. That's what I'm looking for. That's easy, right? Come on, there must be someone out there like that. But <laughs> I don't know if that person exists now.
0: But so do you not Okay, I was I I I had well the the blog that's gonna be attached to this podcast mm-hmm. um is about a guy mm-hmm. who kinda feels the same way. Oh, really? and he's okay. yeah, and he, basically he's been in a relationship. Fuck it up. <laughs> Send the number. He he's been in a relationship um with someone mm-hmm. and but he's also been in a relationship with someone else for oh, the same okay. period of time. Okay. And I think in our conversation because mm-hmm. he was saying the same thing. He was like, you know, neither of them are the whole package. Mm. So, I'm fulfilling a need. I'm fulfilling a need that they want. But neither of them are completely fulfilling what I need. Exactly. So I was like, okay, are you not maybe chasing a unicorn?
1: No, I don't believe it. Because if I can see friends and family who can find that one, I still live
0: in hope that there's someone out there for me. But the thing is, some might say Mm. that nobody is a complete package. No one. Yeah, but you can't be failing on all areas. You just
1: can't. I'm sorry. You have to have at least, I don't know, four out of five things that someone wants.
0: So, so, okay, so do you think then that it literally is just your choice of men then? I think I've been dating down. For my whole life. And I think that's the problem. Right. So why have you been dating (laughs) down?
1: Because, I don't know. I mean, when I look at my social circle, I feel that the men around me just haven't had the same kind of life experience. They haven't Mm -hmm. had the same kind of career. They haven't had the same kind of like upbringing. And I think there's something missing there. There's a gap. There's a gap.
0: So, okay. So then why, why are you not dating...
1: I don't know where Would to they... find them, and you know what? Okay, let's talk about race now. I'm an equal opportunities data, mm-hmm. but I think that if we're looking at the career aspect of things, I'm not gonna find it in my race. Really? Potentially? Yeah, I've spoken to friends, and they were like, "You need a white man," or else you're not gonna find
0: it. Okay, so what what what, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah banking you said yeah i work in banking quite
1: senior i've had a really strong career before i had my child okay so i'm quite senior i've had as i said a lot of experience and i found that the guys that i'm dating work in like retail which is fine but they've got their little nine to five they want to go to work and come home and they don't want to aspire to do better interesting Mm. i don't think i've ever dated a guy that's not in retail Really? Yes! We need to talk. Really? The I don't
0: know. Okay. I mean, there's They've nothing wrong, wrong with retail. I'm not right, going yeah, 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 yeah. like, to beat anyone
1: down. If you want to do a nine-to-five, that's cool. Yeah. I've but never, I want a professional man.
0: I I don't i do not know any man that works in retail.
1: Are you serious? i been very we serious. We need to talk because I all the guys that I've dated have been in retail. What? The one that I was in love with that went and cheated, he's got his own business, fair enough. But I want someone that's entrepreneurial, that's mm. driven, that wants to earn more money, that wants a promotion. Not someone that's happy just doing their thing and then coming home and like blazing weed and watching crack teddy or play an xbox i haven't got time for that i want someone that wants to travel that wants to build a business that you know wants a family and i'm not fighting it maybe it's where i live i don't know
0: i mean we're not going to disclose where you live no but um, you know you know we are i will say that we're in south london um i mean on on i think on on the on the topic of guys i think you know maybe more so in my age bracket mm, we're in a mm,
1: similar
0: kind of age bracket there you know you know mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: i I get what you're saying I, I feel like um I feel like the younger ones so say like maybe five six years younger than us mm. and and below I feel like there is a very a bit more of a I feel like they have a bit more of a drive in terms of you know um you know just excelling in academics and okay. career and do you understand yeah. what I mean so what's wrong with our
1: generation I, yeah, what I don't,
0: well yeah I don't know I'm, I'm not sure what happened there and why things have kind of gone a bit because yeah I think I mean I wouldn't necessarily say retail but yeah I think I do agree that there probably are uh, the large percentage of men I would say in our age group mm. each, um, probably aren't professionals why I don't
1: know I mean I was dating a guy a couple of months ago and he was I don't know if I put it out there he was a chef okay but he still wanted me to finance him we were meant to go to a restaurant oh can you send me an uber what yes can you send me an uber oh I need some clothes can you buy me some clothes for work and I was just like where's the 50 50 here we've only been seeing each other for a few months why would I be buying you stuff Yeah, I just feel like I'm meeting guys that are trying to take advantage and maybe that's why I look elsewhere. Maybe I'm looking for that one guy that is professional, intelligent, kind and romantic and I'm not finding him.
0: Where are you looking?
1: I'm looking in all the wrong places. These guys approach me. Maybe I need to be more proactive. Or maybe you just need to start saying no. Mm, You can't say no forever though.
0: I a woman's got needs. I know, I, I I I hear that, <laughs> but there's but then there's there's needs and then there's entering into a relationship. Mm. Do you see what I mean? I
1: don't think that I'll be entering into a relationship for a very long time. How I long just left? don't long, like maybe ten years. Ten years, yeah, that's a long time. I know. I want more children, mm. and I think that's what's making me want to look for that person. But I think my picker's broken. I'm picking the wrong guys every time. Mm. Okay, so
0: let's, um, okay, so I think we've got as far as the uni. Uni, yeah. All right. okay. So, how, how long after uni did you meet your last, well, your, your, your ex-husband? Well, I, I met suppose?
1: him when I was doing my A-levels.
0: So oh, he okay. kind
1: of crossed over between the two guys that I was seeing initially. And, um, yeah, I met him, I called him up once I'd graduated, just wanted to hook up and talk to him, because I knew him from before. Mm-hmm. He said his heart was broken, he'd just been dumped by his partner, he didn't want anyone. And then he called me back, and we kind of, like, picked up where we left off.
0: Okay. So that's
1: when the relationship started. So I was about, I don't know, 21, 20.
0: Okay, so... So how long into your relationship before you got engaged, would you say?
1: It was a good five years. Okay, five years. And they weren't perfect, but they were
0: nice.
1: You know, we were getting along well, things were okay. Got a bit rocky towards the end. And that's when he had his kind of like crisis. Should we call it that? Okay. Um. So he had a health problem. He had a major health problem. And I think that's what made me say yes to the engagement. Otherwise, I would have said no.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so in the course of that relationship, then, how many times did you say you were faithful? Like, so before you got married? Oh, I was faithful, unfaithful, even. Maybe just,
1: it was persistently with the one guy, with another person, mm-hmm. so maybe a handful of times. Okay. Mm. So,
0: when you got engaged, Yeah. Did that make you feel differently? Did you kind of say to that guy, look, I'm engaged now. What well, he was child. married, so uh, do you wow, know what I mean? Okay. So he didn't
1: care. I didn't care. Oh, okay. and I don't okay. feel like we were in love, and that's probably why
0: we stayed. What you in love with the guy that was married? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And even now, he still contacts me. He still wants to link up. Mm-hmm. He makes sure that I'm okay. He looks after me. But he's married. Wow. Yeah.
0: Hey, I feel like there's like so there's many just so things much that we can talk, talk about. about right right now. Okay, right, yeah, okay. I mean
1: it's a lot. I don't want to break up anybody's marriage, but fundamentally
0: people cheat. It's hard. Okay, so let's let's take it let's take it back. Mm-hmm. Love. Yeah. Lady You were cheating on your fiance. Yes. Yeah. With a guy that was married and yes. you guys had been on and off throughout the duration of the relationship yep. with your fiancé partner at <laughs> the time. Yeah. Okay, so how, so how long have he been married? Had, had you not started oh, this before you got married?
1: Yeah, we started it before he got married. He got married in secret. Oh. And then he was. Yeah, he was a bit harsh after. He was like, well, that could have been you, but you turned me down. He was a bit malicious about it, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember him proposing to me, so... Okay. Yeah. Had he done so, I probably would have said yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, when you found out that you, that he was married, Mm. how did that make you feel? I was gutted. You know, I was really, really
1: sad, but he had been with his partner for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So it kind of made sense for them to get married and take the next step. But I was more disappointed that he hadn't told me. And I found out through someone
0: else. Okay. I mean, this kind of mirrors my situation a bit. Mm. So, you know, I was, when I got married, I, I mean, I found out about someone that he'd been seeing Long, uh, what's, what is long, what's the class is long term? A couple of years. Okay, um, that's long term. <laughs> well, yeah. More than a couple of weeks. Mm, yeah. Mm. And when we got engaged, it's like we had a conversation. It was like, okay, this is what's happened. It's done, absolutely, blah, 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 blah. So I agreed to the engagement and we got married. But then after we got married, I then found out, I think maybe a year later, that he was still seeing the same person. So, how did you not kill him? I mean, how did they not? Flip. So, I mean, we could essentially treat this as, let's have a conversation. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I so, mean, it's tricky because I
1: think I was in love with that guy. And when I found out he was married, that broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I still think he was the one.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. He was definitely the one.
0: So what about him made him the one? He was
1: just, it just feels like he was my match. So he's international, he's travelled, he's lived abroad, he's ambitious, he earns mm-hmm. his own money, he's never asked me for anything, mm-hmm. he's always helped me, he's always like motivated me and inspired me. And he's really compassionate, he's a really, really amazing guy. And it hurts to see that he's with someone else that he's not even happy with
0: interesting why do you think he's not happy why would
1: you say he's not happy happy. so i say to him well if you're not happy you need to move on but now he's got a family he's got children Mm -hmm. so it's harder he's there not just for his wife but also for his kids
0: i mean i hear i'm okay so i'm gonna speak from the perspective of the wife
1: yeah so she hates me by the way she doesn't know but she suspects. Yeah. I mean, women yeah. always know. She's not stupid. Yeah. Women, always, women she, always know. Mm.
0: So, like, for me, I can imagine that maybe, say, my husband mm. would probably tell, would, was, was probably telling her mm. that same thing. You know, I'm not happy. You know, I really want to be with you. But, you know, but at that stage... There was no because we didn't have to get married. I didn't ask him mm. to marry me. Do you understand what I mean? So it's like, well, there was no pressure. We were very young, you mm. know. It wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, you know, my biological clock is ticking. And I'm like, it is yeah. true. So,
1: what would make him want to do that? Do you think now? I'm asking you. Mm-hmm. Did it come out of guilt of being with this other woman and having
0: you there? I. I kind of think so. I think I think I th- I think sometimes men um I think sometimes men certain men like things to look a certain way. I think so. Um I feel like, I, I feel like a lot of men do put on a facade. Um I think you've got two types of men. You got you've got some men that just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And they don't care how they kind of look out there. They will have X amount of baby mothers they just don't care. Whereas mm. I think you have some other type of men who are like, I like this image that I've created and mm. I will do my absolute best to make sure that I uphold that image. I think so. You know? Um, so,
1: but he comes across as such a sweet guy. It just doesn't make sense. Of it makes sense. People always ask me, "Is there something that I was missing growing up that has made me this way?" Okay, I was getting there, but right, yeah, you, no. i you there, it. I just I don't know.
0: It feels it okay. But right. like,
1: is it daddy issues? I, I mean, mean, I know my dad. My dad's always been around. Mm. Okay, so so okay, so let's so talk
0: about let's talk about your home life. Mm. So, um, so your mom and dad were they married? They weren't married. Okay. No. So, um, so, so what was their situation? See, now, this is going to make it
1: sound really bad, but my dad was married to my stepmom mm-hmm. and my mum was his PA.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, what? So, you've never grown up with your dad in the house? No,
1: I thought he was abroad, but he was round the corner.
0: Oh, literally round the he, corner? No, well, he was just down there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, what so were the long periods of time you didn't see him?
1: Yeah, and I just thought he was traveling for work. But it turns out he was with his wife and his kids. Wow, okay.
0: Mm. So, so, so I guess one could say that, yeah, you probably did have daddy issues, maybe abandonment issues, even though you thought he was abroad. No, but he was
1: always in contact. He called every day. And I just feel like when it comes to daddy issues, you don't know who your dad is or you're looking for that father figure. My dad was there. I just thought he was abroad. So we'd write to each other, he'd call. And I would think that he was in Africa or in I don't know the UAE or whatever. Mm. As he so, was wh- saying. so
0: why could you not why could you not see him? If he
1: was around the corner? I didn't know he was around the corner. He was kind of like trying to present this image of himself and his wife and their kids. Okay. So it was him. I didn't know. My mum didn't know either until a few years ago. Okay. Trust me, it's just wow. like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Okay so then mm. one might say that because you've grown up you as much as you're saying you spoke every day but your dad wasn't physically there no so yeah one could say that well maybe you do have daddy issues maybe i don't know i don't know because the, maybe the lack of having a father figure actually being in your house has maybe go out and seek that Possibly.
1: But I've not got that. So all the guys that I'm attracted to are not even nearly as amazing as my dad. My dad is ambitious. He's a career man. He provides for his families. Mm-hmm. Plural. He's a good guy. He's just kind of like me. He can't be monogamous.
0: So do you think... <laughs> I think you were saying off air that you think you're... Um, your are you're saying like you, you think you're just born this way. Yeah. So do you think it's genetic or do you think it's environmental? I think it.
1: Mm, I think it's genetic. I mean, my mum, as far as I'm aware, was very faithful. So she had two relationships and they both brought about children.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, my dad has about ten. Ten more children? Yeah. Oh. But I think I was just born to not be monogamous. I just don't know. I just don't think I'll ever find that match.
0: Okay, well... This, well, you said earlier in, mm. the, in, in our discussion that you haven't found the person. You, yeah. you You said that you actually do feel like you could be.
1: I think I could try. I really think I could. I'm not like, you know, I'm not scared. I'm just not just out there. But mm. I feel that if I'm going to settle down with that one person, they have to be bringing something to the table. They can't be draining me all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think if that person is the right one, then I could be monogamous. I mean, I don't think I'll get married again.
0: I mean, I hear that
1: it's a trust thing. I don't yeah. think I could ever trust anyone one hundred percent ever again.
0: Is but could that be because you don't trust yourself? Maybe I
1: don't know. Maybe no. I know that if I've got my like my sight on one person, I will be faithful if they're the right person. And I think because of my age now, I'm more open about things. Mm-hmm. So the most recent relationship, I told him this is not monogamous. We'll see how it goes.
0: Okay. Mm. I I I don't know. I feel like in this day and age, I feel like it's easier to have a conversation with a guy and just and be like, look, and like like we just said, yeah, you know, I don't really want anything exclusive right but then they
1: think that you just want sex for me I'm just trying to find my way and see who's decent and who's not I have a child to think about now Mm. but when you say I don't want to be monogamous I'm just trying to you know find my way and see who's who they think you just want to fuck and that's just not always the case
0: oh I see yeah they think oh
1: yeah she's a Friday night kind of girl no I still want to go on dates I still want to get to know you and Mm. your family I just want to make sure you're the one before I settle down
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, um, where were we? Kind of I don't know. We just, I don't okay. Know. So, okay. So we were at married man. Yeah, married man with guy. wife. Yeah. And children. Yeah. So, if you were the married, I oh no, I'm good. Still mm-hmm. full here. Um. So, if you were, mm-hmm. let's say you found the one that was your guy. Like yeah. He all the things you described he was ambitious he provided he was fun he was kind um, you know he he loved he didn't drain you he did all those things yeah how would you feel then if he was being unfaithful I'd have to
1: (laughs) excuse me I'd have to find out first and I'd kill him it'd be game over I mean I think the issue is that in the relationships that I've had, we never really established the fact that it's going to be monogamous, except yeah. for obviously my engagement and my yeah. marriage, but he failed on all levels, and I found out recently that he cheated the whole way too, so we were both not on the same page at all, I think that at this stage in my life, you know, we should be open with one another, yeah,
0: absolutely. and
1: we should be truthful,
0: yeah, because I think, Yeah, because then I think you... I believe in giving people... Being honest and giving people a choice... Yeah. As to what they want to accept and what they don't want to accept. Well, yeah. Essentially, isn't
1: it? I agree. Yeah. I agree, but I just don't think that people are very honest these
0: days. They're not. Mm. And this is why we, we're doing... Well, this is why I do Love Low Bear, because I think um, a lot of people because we don't talk enough about this stuff yeah. at all. Mm. Um, and, you know, most of the time, I do get random messages from people saying, you know, um, thank you for covering that because it's what I'm going through or wow. been through. And I've not been able to kind of process it, but actually hearing people discuss it, mm. it makes it kind of easier. It brings it, yeah. So, from a man who's been affected by because i don't know do, do you think men feel it more than women do with infidelity
1: i think it's the lack of trust so finding out that they've been duped or that they've been at work and their woman's been with someone else i think that hurts but romantically i don't think they care really yeah i've got a lot of men in my family and they're like they don't give a shit they just don't care if the woman's out there doing what they're doing. They don't give a shit.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay, so I did. I did. Um, I did a pod actually with a guy, um, and he he'd been cheated on by his partner, and so I was like, "How did that make you feel?" And he was like, "I it, it was gut wrenching. It was literally. Oh no. It was like I was." For Lord, he was oh. like, I tried to, I tried to sex it away. Hey. <laughs> I tried to set it away. Like, he was like, I I went wild. He's like, but it still didn't help. Mm. He's like, you know, I I was going to the gym, like, because I needed to get this. Get that release. I've release. been doing a lot of that recently. And he I was like, it just, it just didn't work. He said, the only thing that helped me was time to get oh. over it. And
1: did he break up like break up with that
0: person? Yeah, yeah, they broke up. They did break up. Um so so I asked him, you know, quite big detail, like, you know, do you think that there was something that you weren't doing?
1: I and oh, what did he say?
0: And he admittedly said, you know, well at that time I wasn't being the best boyfriend I could be.
1: Well then hello, what does he expect?
0: So so, from your perspective then... Because, mm. I mean, you've, you've, you've pretty much said that every guy that you've dated has kind of lacked in a few areas. Something, yeah. Something, okay. So, why... When you when you get to the stage where you realise that that person isn't actually providing you with all that you need, why don't mm. you just balance?
1: That is a very good question. I don't know. I think it's just the fear of what they might say. And I think there's a... A kind of sense of comfort in having that one person there
0: mm.
1: and hoping that they will change and having that person on the side that kind of slots in and fills the gap that they can't fulfill. Why do I not say, yeah, I'm scared, I guess. It might be a, like a fear of loneliness. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's
0: probably that. Okay. So is there, has there been um like a general comment? I know, I know you said, oh, you know, they don't fulfil all of my requirements yeah. but has there been like a general theme amongst Yeah, just not them?
1: intellectual enough, just really? not smart enough, just not, it's not all about academics but like being able to hold a strong conversation, conversation. Mm-hmm. I just don't get that anymore. And I don't know why, I'm mixing in the wrong circles. Uh,
0: uh, well, absolutely.
1: It must be that. It must be. I want to talk about cars all day or what was on oh. Facebook oh, or EastEnders. I mean, I want to talk about real issues. Yeah, I want to talk about the future. I want to talk about the economy, and I feel that the guys that I've met just aren't on that level.
0: I'm sorry. I, I don't know it. where I, I found didn't... these guys. Well, oh, yeah, that makes Because I bit like
1: <laughs> yeah, all they want to talk about is cars. Um, what's on at the cinema? Quick cash, and what I can do for them. So I've tried to dumb down, and it just doesn't work. No, you can't, you
0: can't, you can't dumb down. You have I'll to never come, be happy. Yeah, and that, and you're, and you're not being true to yourself.
1: Mm. Um. Ironically, the guy who broke my heart and had babies with someone else, he's back. He's okay, so team. this is the
0: guy from your teens.
1: Yes. Right. So he's back, um, he's trying to make things work, he wants to be in a relationship, he wants a family... And I just don't know. I don't think now that I can trust him at all.
0: How many kids does he
1: have now? He's got have...
0: two, but oh, still, big... still two. Yeah. Oh, okay, so he hasn't got any more. It was
1: just two with her, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Why is that amazing? Because he respects his penis, no. I mean he's a good guy and I think we'll always be friends. I just don't think i I will ever trust him. Even when we talk about that one particular woman. He's like, oh, but, you know, it was just like, you know. mm." You don't have two accidents in a row. He must have wanted to be with her. And I think it was a very physical thing. I think he's got a type. And I think he finds me dependable. But he finds her type attractive. But if he was here right now, he'd probably say that's not true.
0: Of course he would say that's not true. Mm. That's what they all say.
1: Mm. (sighs) Calls me every day. Says how he loves me, all that kind of shit. But no
0: so if you okay so if you two actually got into a relationship with brain in mind you were saying that no you were cheating on him actually okay so just kind of a little bit a little bit
1: but he was the guy that I went to to I wasn't really cheating on him no I was cheating on him but then
0: when you left the last one you were with him and you did cheat on him when you look were exclusive yeah okay so if it wasn't for the fear Mm. of what he would potentially do if he did find out Mm. you cheated do you think you're cheating on him too no, I wouldn't dare. Why not? I would not dare. He's crazy. Okay, yeah, Bob said outside of fear. <laughs> so if you weren't scared...
1: No, because he is everything that I need. I find him attractive. The conversation's very intellectual. He is an entrepreneur. He's a nice guy as well. Mm-hmm. He's got kind of like a hard exterior, but he's a good guy. He's a good dad. So I don't think I would cheat on him. No. I think he was the one. Uni guy wasn't the one. He was the one. You think he was good. Yeah was definitely the one.
0: Ooh, interesting. Mm. Okay, so what is the fe- no? We haven't even touched on your marriage yet. Ah, oh,
1: the marriage—we can talk about that for days. Okay, go on. Yeah, okay.
0: Love laid How soon after you got married were you unfaithful? Would you say
1: almost, <laughs> almost immediately? But that's because, I don't know, the marriage shouldn't have happened. The day before the wedding, it all kicked off. I was going to pull out, but I didn't, because I was faithful to him. But he showed me his true colours that day, and I should have called it all off, but I didn't. I didn't. His family hated me. It wasn't right. Something was very, very wrong about it. Mm -hmm. And I found out he cheated the whole way through too,
0: so... Okay,
1: but we're at the point where we didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't know that. So, so yeah, I cheated on him fairly, fairly soon Yeah, away.
0: and so why was that then?
1: Because he still wasn't what I needed. He quit his job. He was smoking weed all the time. He was just not a responsible adult. And i felt like i had to look elsewhere also my job was very very international i had to travel a lot and he never wanted to come no i mean free flights a
0: free hotel he didn't want to come he didn't want to come he never came do you think he what do you think he felt inferior maybe because what It's freeness. no i get that but you know sometimes it's not like he'd be
1: in the meetings with me he just didn't want to come because he was at home doing his own thing
0: oh well you live back in hindsight now yeah he must have been oh, I
1: see. with the same person that he's with now. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So I think I think we should have stayed friends. I helped him out a lot. I just think that we should have been a friendship
0: not a marriage. So he's with the person that yeah. he... Right. Yep. Okay. It's been
1: about, what, 15, 20 years? Hmm. She ain't going anywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. But I you don't know. I just, I can't even say that he's a good guy or a good dad. I just can't. That hurts. I feel that of all of my exes, he was the wrong one to build a family with. Okay. Yeah. He was just out to get what he could get. He wanted the money. That's all he wanted. I paid for everything.
0: I want you in terms of the wedding, you mean?
1: The wedding, the household. The bills, the rent, everything. I paid for everything.
0: So it sounds like you're a bit of a. A dickhead. Um, no, I. Know. <laughs> no, you're. It, it's, it almost sounds like you become this mother figure.
1: That's it. And I always get with men who have mummy issues who so don't get on with their mum or their mum's not around or they hurt their mum in some way and I end up looking after them. I don't want that anymore. I just want a nice guy who loves and respects his mum and dad.
0: So what is it about these guys that attracts you to them? Because even though they're approaching you, mm. at some stage, the attraction's being flipped around and you're like, oh my God, I need to help you. And then they take mm. advantage. So I
1: think it's because they have like major life issues like big issues not small ones but big things and I want to help them if you care about someone you want to help them through whatever they're going through and I think that's what it was
0: every single time
1: yeah I'm a sucker for someone with a sad story oh, look I've got a sad story
0: you
1: know like feel free to help nah them. no check I'm <laughs> done no my money's my money now I'm done I'm done yeah but it's sad. I hope that he's happy. But I don't think he is. What about you? I'm happy doing my own thing. But I do think I want a lifelong partner. Someone that I can be with long term. But I just don't know if my match is out there. I don't think he is. So you are chasing
0: unicorn, like?
1: I think I am. But I can't be a player my whole life. Why not? It's boring. Yeah. It's not stable. You want someone to come home to, someone that you can share experiences with. That's what I want, but I just don't know where this guy is. I don't think he's in London.
0: Hmm. But again, but again do you? Do you? Can you honestly say that even if you found the guy,
1: I would be faithful. I just want one serious, decent person who has ambition, drive, who's compassionate. And caring that's all I want it's not hard I just don't think I found that person at all hmm. I've dated like handsome guys I've tried you know the kind of ugly guys and it's just no
0: but I guess though it sounds like you keep dating the same type of guys. I think it?
1: so but why I just don't know yeah so we need to have a psychologist um, I think this. so, I mean I've spoken to one and they were like because you're so alpha and so strong, you attract the weaker, the weaker person, man, yeah. exactly you have to build them up, you have to give them their strength and then when it becomes too much, you cheat because it's too much, And it's you too rate, hard and
0: you raise a good point because I, I feel like with a lot of alpha males they do want a woman that is a little bit dumbed down.
1: Yeah, and I will never be that. And you'll yet. never be that. Mm. Yeah, exactly.
0: You're never going to be that. Mm. And, may- and maybe that's what half the problem is, but it's like, so how do we then, how do you, how do you, like, okay, so listeners, and I'm talking to the men now, it's mm. like, because I've had this discussion before, and no man really wants to openly admit that they find a career strong woman good academics all of that stuff like none of them would admit that they find that actually a bit of a challenge
1: well the guy that I'm dating now he's like look you're smarter than me your career is better than mine you are more than me and I find that really appealing but you're so it makes
0: happy. him want to step up it does but then you're not happy
1: kind of I'm like 80% happy I haven't cheated on him
0: how long's it been? a little while a little
1: while a little while what a month two months three no longer than that six months yeah no longer than that we had a little break Mm -hmm. and that's more down to what we want in terms of children he doesn't want more kids i do oh i
0: see Mm. okay so he so you've never cheated on him no, we broke up, I was with
1: someone else, then we got back together.
0: Oh, right, okay. Do you see what I mean? Okay, so, so you have found someone that
1: fulfils all your needs, 80%? I think so, but it's just the children, I want more, he doesn't. That's a deal breaker. You don't want more kids? I've got one, he's got three, that's hard.
0: But that means your total five. Five children is a lot of money, you know.
1: For him, not for me. I got one.
0: Okay, sweetheart. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) that money is not staying in your household. Mm. So I I just don't know. Yeah, but I feel that I
1: need. Like I'm ready for one more. I'm very maternal. I've always wanted. I wanted five. So to have just one is. Why would you want five? Because I'm maternal.
0: I love children. I mean, I love kids too. But for me, I kind of when I think about kids, I kind of think of. Well, for every child, that's one
1: less holiday a year. That's not true. That is true. I was one of three. We went on holidays. We were all privately educated. We all had the best things in life. And it was just my mum doing it. So I think it's possible. If you work hard enough, you can do it. Your kids can be happy.
0: Not with five kids, though. Eh? Okay, and one well, mother. just one more. I'm,
1: like, I'm, a, I'm They've a, got mama. I'm not telling you that you've got I mean, the, the three more. children, they've got their mama. They're good. I think that I definitely need one more. And we're gonna be talking about it later tonight. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Mmm. So I feel like he's tamed the beast. Really? Yeah. Okay. It'd be good if you he were here so you could talk to him too. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, but he can't speak on your behalf. Only you Yeah, like but he him. can tell you what I'm
1: like. Yeah, I'm softer with him.
0: Love. Lady. Um So before we wrap up this discussion, mm. what advice would you give to a man that might... What side should a man look for if he thinks his woman is it's cheating? It's tricky
1: because women are very, very smart when it comes to cheating. I mean, if she's out all the time, she's probably not being faithful. Okay. If she's keeping secrets from you, she's not being faithful. But I'd also ask him to look at himself and see, you know, just think, are you being that partner that someone would want to be with?
0: And what if his answer is yes?
1: Well, talk to a woman. If she's lying, she's lying. But if she's not coming home at
0: night, she's with someone else. So in your opinion then, that being the case should he should he just leave and bounce straight
1: away I think there should be a discussion because some people do do over time they might be with their friends etc etc but you know when someone's cheating on you you just know you get that gut feeling do
0: you think so yeah every
1: time I've always known
0: but don't I don't know like I feel like with men I'm not saying that they're naive but because it's not the you know Hmm. the norm, or it's not portrayed to be the norm obviously, I, I do think that women probably do cheat as much as men do
1: but they cheat with
0: skill with a bit more skill, yes. a bit more in there. Yes, yes. you know so. but if he
1: suspects it just talk about it
0: call it out and what does a guy do to recover from that? move on
1: I don't think I mean, once you find out that person's cheated, you can't come back. Yeah, There's so. no comeback. No. Whatever. No. So You have to completely change your whole dynamic, change your personality. No, I don't think you can come back from that.
0: So okay, so the guy that you're talking to now that mm-hmm. you dated when you were a teenager, when you think that he's the one.
1: Mmm. He can't be.
0: No, no, okay, but, okay, but let's but let's just say, because you said that there's no coming back from that. Hmm. So. I'll never forgive him. No, no, I'm talking about you, girl. Yeah. No, I'm talking about you. Talking yeah. about what you've done. So, from his perspective then. But he doesn't know. Okay, so it's only if you find out. young, young, young. Yeah. i will never tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think well, I don't think you should.
1: No, he'll but, kill me. You know him. He, like, I dead. don't know Yes, yeah, you do. No, I she don't. Yes, you do. Yeah,
0: Okay, listeners. I don't know who. Do. I don't know who this guy is. Do. I don't know who he is. Okay, I mean, who he is is irrespective anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> because any man is capable of, mm-hmm. or woman or non-binary, um, capable of, you know, infidelity. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, I'm just asking you because you're saying for when someone cheats, there's no going coming back from that. Yeah, but you were saying that you know he is the one, and you was. I feel like he is, but he had a whole
1: nother family with another woman. Mm -hmm. He didn't go out and have a one night stand. No, I just don't think we can move beyond that. I do love him, Mm -hmm. but no.
0: Okay. And what advice would you give to the women who suspect their? Boyfriend, fiance, husband, cheating. Check
1: his phone. It's all going to be in his phone.
0: Always. It's
1: always in the phone. How else do they communicate? Check his WhatsApp. It's in there.
0: Should they fight you? Should they come and track you down and kill you?
1: Who? The other woman? Yeah. No, your beef is with your partner because they've made that kind of, you know, promise to you. Don't look for the other woman. It's not her fault.
0: Okay, so um we are going to wrap the discussion up. That was intense. Do you think so? I
1: think so. Really?
0: Yeah, it was scary. Why? I don't know. I mean I think I could have been way more intense, but you could
1: have been more intense and I probably would have been more open, but I think this is good.
0: I do not I mean what more could you have said?
1: A lot. Really? Yeah. Okay,
0: well let's continue then. No,
1: it's fine. <laughs> because I don't want to call people's name and it's going to be yeah yeah garbage. okay no we don't we are going to no, call people's names no,
0: no, that's just no. Sort of way. okay so we're good to wrap up thank you yes yeah, okay. Yeah. okay so um yeah that was a very interesting discussion um leave your comments um below the blog um you you should have found this via the website which is www.lovelybear.com um you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's all love, labour. Um, I want to thank the for being so honest, because um, like I say, it's been difficult to find um, a woman that is prepared just to be real about it, and especially sitting across from someone that's been on the other side of it. You know, because a lot of women don't want to do it. Um, so i do want to thank you louise for being honest and you know for all the listeners you know even though that is something that i've been through i'm not a dragon about it because i just understand that you know cheating and infidelity does happen um but what i'm not prepared to do is actually blame myself Mm -hmm. um (laughs) you know um but you know but i but, but i think you know it is um I think it is, I think that, like you say, some people are just going to do it, you could be, th- there's one thing that I always say to um, if I have like girlfriends, to kind of say like, oh you know, I did everything, and I'm like, look, I honestly feel like with a lot of men anyway, you could be frying a steak, to, like spinning on your head, mm-hmm. whilst giving them heads you know, whilst mopping with the other hand and... Talking to his mama. And talking to his mom all the same time. And, and it still mm-hmm. wouldn't be enough for them to stop cheating. Yeah. Because some people, that's just how they are. And like you said, you feel like you were just born this way. So maybe actually, guys, we do need to accept that. There are just some people that are like that. There are some people that, you know, you, you can be as perfect as you can be, but it's still not going to change them. So essentially, it's down to you, what you choose to accept and put up with Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So um, yeah, on that that note, if you feel affected by anything we've discussed today, um, you know, you can always drop me a line at lovelybear at gmail.com, you know, if you just want to talk about anything. um, If you check out the resources page, you know, if you're going through relationship problems, we have some support groups on there, um, so you can contact Relate if you want some relationship counselling. If you need counselling for yourself, you can um, contact the Black and Asian Therapy Network. Um, so, all the details will be on our resources page. So, again, Louisa, thank you so, 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 so much. Um, we are going to finish our drinky poos. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thank you. And everyone, thank you for listening again. I will see you. Next week, like I say, leave your comments on Twitter, Instagram, or the Facebook page, but primarily on the blog. Like, subscribe, and share. And um, yeah, I'll be interested to hear what you guys think. Because um, we can maybe continue the discussion, maybe one day. So yeah, have a fantastic week, guys. Thank you. Bye. With Love Bear, it's not about, oh, this is my issue. It's kind of like getting no. down to the, the, the root. Made. The concept of Love Laid Bare is about love. love. It's a platform that's kind of helping for people. Real life. The pain